0: Welcome back, Borderline Raptors, episode 15, Kitsch in the house in Bermuda. Uh, So he obviously will be joining me uh, live in the flesh here very shortly. Uh, We do break down our living arrangements here a little bit, how things are going. There's there's snippets of that throughout the the podcast, so uh, you'll get a feel for what we're doing. Um, But listen, this is a, a quick breakdown of the Raptors. And it's funny, I say quick breakdown. We end up spending more time with the Raptors because they suck. Uh, and so there's more to bitch about. I think when things are going well, there's less to talk about. But unfortunately, we have way too much to talk about uh, as to these heartbreaking one point losses that we've uh, witnessed back to back. So uh, there's quite a big segment on that. A little bit of the NBA, then we get right into our uh, horrific uh, gambling uh, results from uh, last weekend. Uh, and then, uh, but it's a much rosier outlook for for this week's pick. So I think uh, you know if you are if you're wise enough to hang with me, which obviously you totally should be. Uh, then you're gonna, then get ready to, get ready to bet, uh, Bart style, uh, this weekend. So, uh, that and then a little what drives you and AOB and we are out of here. So, uh, here we go. So I, I also thought that with, uh, considering my new living arrangements, this next little segment to introduce us or to kick this pot off was, uh, very appropriate. This should give you, uh, just, just swap out the names for Bart and Kitsch and you'd have a very good idea as to how things are. are. Are going and how we're feeling uh, at the moment. So uh, here we go. Episode 15 coming up. I gotta move in with
1: you, Jerry. Oh. I don't know, Kramer. Uh, my concern is that living together after a while, we, we might start to get on
0: each other's nerves a little. Now, listen to me, I got a great idea now. You're a heavy
1: sleeper, right? Why don't we just switch apartments? Or I could sleep in the park. <laughs> you could knock these walls down, make it an eight-room luxury suite. Jerry, these are load-bearing
0: walls; they're not going to come down. Bermuda catch. Yellow. This is it. This is we. Not only are we uh, doing it in the same uh, vicinity, but we're outdoors. We're outdoors in in January, which is a big thing for you we got yeah. the tree frogs we get the tree frogs in the background maybe a little wind this is, this is more like a meditation this could be like a mindfulness raps uh pod as opposed to a a pure a pure raptors uh borderline raptors pod yeah it's fantastic just neighbors looking for their cats divers disappearing in the night we've weird. had a we've had it for guys who have not moved off of a couch we've had a hectic uh 3 days but we'll die you know we'll dive into that a little bit later uh into the pod um, because I think after this traumatic uh, couple of days of watching the Raps, that probably should be—that's <laughs> probably more relevant than our time together as a as a couple. Uh, so let's dive in. Raps two—they've lost their last two games by an aggregate. Now we should probably break down aggregate for some of our listeners. The total score, uh, of two points. That's incredible. Siakam missing game winners. Uh the last two last two games but before we uh we'll, we'll start to break that down but what, why don't you guys kick us off Kitch, with some of your uh your feedback your thoughts
1: uh, yeah so obviously are we gonna do our siakam powell corner again should i save some of that for that, Is that that's still sure we are for sure we are yeah. yeah i think and norm may have leapfrogged siakam on the shit list i i think i think we better start with that thing because that's kind of everything ties into siakam basically on the on our on our summary it's true. He's yeah, he's definitely the the key cog in all of this. So let's let's go with Siakam corner. Let's go to Siakam corner. Siakam corner. All right, we'll just kick right off okay. Siakam corner. All right. Yeah. End of the Warriors game, so that like the the play call to throw it to him in the back court and then have him come down and do a f- sort of spin fadeaway 15 footer when he probably could have went to the hoop. Like is this our is this our answer? Are we are we are we throwing the ball to Siakam to win Win every game, like even last last night, three footer, three footer, just just sort of soft, bricked it off the back of the rim. Um, I uh, I don't I don't I we don't have an answer down the stretch. We do not have an answer down the stretch that can uh, that seems to be able to solve uh, the issues of closing out a game or winning out a game. So that that's the that's the one thing that's there's a, and there's a, believe me, there's a lot of a lot of things we can point out, but that's the thing that's most glaring to me is that. Okay, well, I think. You ju- I think you jumped right to the end there. I think you jumped right to the end of Siakam corner. I mean, we, didn't,
0: we didn't break that. I think there, uh, on the positive side, I think there have been signs of life from Pascal in the last couple of games. Uh, I would I would say in both those contests, it was more of that uh, early 2019, 2020 season, Siakam, much more attacking of the hoop. Uh, not settling for the three point i mean how many threes has he taken in the last two games i think i think actually the last three games i think it's
1: uh eight La- three? last night last night was two the week, the night before that was four so the last two games was six i know that i don't i don't remember three games ago right and the, and the game before that was two cuz remember i
0: had the over i bet the over player prop uh, one and a half uh three pointers and he, no, he, took two, two he only took two shots he took two so he's at eight he he's only taken eight threes in his last three games which you know eight's maybe a little light but I would much rather him take uh, two to three threes a game and do everything else where he's attacking more aggressive. So that is some major upside. Uh, if we're trying, if we're going to be a little bit positive about about what's happened here the last few games, um, so I like that we're starting to see maybe signs of of him coming back to his old self. I still think uh, his issue is definitely between his ears. Uh, we, I mean, you and I were were watching, we commented. Every time he goes to the hoop, I mean, every time he goes to the hoop, there is some sort of primal scream. Oh! Like like he has been, ah! like he's been assaulted with a fishing knife. Like it's just, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. And I think the refs have caught on to that. I think they hate it. I don't think he gets. Uh, he probably hurts himself getting some calls. So like, that is still. But to me, that's a sign of like, I'm going to and I'm hoping to get fouled. I'm hoping they're going to bail me out. Is still not enough authority. Uh, in his game uh, to get him all the way back to where he needs to be. But it's certainly signs uh, of progress. Now, as far as the end of the games, uh, I hated the Golden State look because I didn't like the play call. I mean, we talked about this tonight. This this is not all about Siakam uh, and the players. I actually think, and I hate to say it because I do hope, he is one of my dream guests for this podcast, Nick Nurse, Coach Nick Nurse, but I do think he's struggling right now. And it might be a combination of what we talked about last week. He's just not comfortable with the squad he has, but I think he's really fighting, trying to figure out lineups. I don't know what you think about that, but I, I think he's really fighting it. And it it's just such an inconsistency
1: to guys' minutes, rotations, and that that can't be good. No, no, he's 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 testing the waters of everybody, trying to figure out who is. Who is the who is the the fourth, fifth? I don't to say the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth man that we are going to play because uh, he's testing the waters with all the guys, giving them all decent minutes in some games, and then and then zero minutes the next game. So he's obviously still in the in that learning process. But going back to Siakam, um, he still get like you're right. He's been he's been 100 better, and, and he's and he's shown signs of hey maybe my solution is to go to the hoop and he's, and he seemed to have figured it out a little bit, but he still gets wrong footed a lot. Like he still gets, he still gets, he goes up and all of a sudden he's on his back foot and, and then he throws the ball away. And I, I'm getting the feeling now that he's, he's getting a lot lazier on defense. He does that flying block, the three pointer all the time. It goes with him by the guy that doesn't seem to have any effect. So, I hope that he doesn't stop playing defense, just focusing on this offense. So, yes, much better. I'll give him a much better grade here, but uh, yeah, he still has he still has something to go. And you are right; if you are going to the basket and you are screaming every time, then you are not confident. Like a, a good scorer goes to the basket thing. I am going to score this. Like I am going to He's going to yeah. score. Thing. I hope this goes in, but I want to get a foul if it doesn't go in. Like he's that's his his sort of mindset taking to taking it to the hoop. Yeah, I no,
0: I I totally agree. And I again, like I think the the Golden State uh, last. Uh, last play call was not great, and he made a p- terrible decision to spin around. But last night, I mean, that's he's got to make that shot. Like that was a that was a four footer that he threw up the back of the iron that should have gone in the night before should have gone. In. But he, I mean, if he wants to be that guy, uh, and that's who we keep. Telling ourselves that he should be or is, and Nick Nurse clearly is trying to tell him that by giving the ball, on these, uh, he's he's got to make those shots, right? Or he, has to, he certainly has to make last night's shot. Uh, that is an absolute must-make uh, scenario. But again, let's not forget how we got ourselves in that situation. We were owning, we own that game uh, for the better part of three and three quarter quarters, and you know we we just got to stop losing those games. I mean, we've been dominating uh deno sent a, a a clip today uh our plus minus is minus four point differential yeah yeah point differential uh for on our games we're two and eight we're we two and eight two and seven two and, eight. Two, and eight. two and eight two and eight two and eight we're two and eight and we're minus four right so we're basically there has not been a game uh other than there's one game we got blown up but everything else we've been right there and, and the majority of them we've had leads in the second half Uh, And in some cases, significant leads like last night that we don't hang on to. And I'm telling you, we go into these stretches where we just don't score. We just don't score. Like last night in that third quarter, we were middling in that up 8 to 10 range. Portland couldn't throw it in in the ocean. And all of a sudden, we couldn't score. Like That's a time where we could have been up 16 to 24 points easily, but we just stopped scoring stop scoring. And then you just you kind of felt uh-oh, here we go in the fourth quarter. You just kind of felt that Portland comeback was
1: coming. Yeah, we can't put people away. We have trouble putting people away and and our our perimeter defense has been very suspectly. We are allowing teams to shoot fairly well from the three-point range. And if and in the NBA, if you the the stats show, if you can get a hand in a guy's face on a three-pointer, his percentage shooting goes down exponentially. And uh, and we don't we don't get that hand in the face. We get the flyby block, but we don't get that that sort of tough defense where I get my hand in the face of the three point shooter, and um, and we've been beat, we've been burnt on that, and we don't get in front of the right guys. Like we got to get you, you have to pick. Okay, we have to get in front of McCollum or Lillard from last night, and not and not their third or fourth guy because those are the guys that are beating us down the stretch in these, in these tight games. Well, listen, I I hate to bring
0: up the flyby uh, because I think we, I, I disagree with you. I think we do get a hand in the face. Unfortunately, it's usually in the first row of the opponent team's bench or our bench. That's usually where our hand is because we just went flying by them. It is amazing to me. I, this is just a quick sidebar because I can't, I can't deal with it. You you've listened to it for the last three nights, I have, uh, I have, uh, I have. but it, it's unbelievable. How are these teams not figured it out? If you, if you fly a guy at the three point shot, I guarantee you eight out of 10 times that offensive team is now getting a great look. It's either the guy goes flying by, So the guy gets a clean look at a three or he takes one dribble, shoots three, or he then penetrates and pulls up for a 15-footer and or penetrates and kicks it out. It's almost automatic that if you jump and try and block a shot at the three-point line, the other team is going to get a great look. I just don't understand why it's not a closeout. This is They teach you this shit in high school basketball. Close out on the guy, as you said, put the hand in his face, and then break it down. Then you hope for the best. If he shoots with that and makes it, okay, we can live with that. But you fly by... You're out of the play. It's over. It's ridiculous. I listen. There are two companies I'm going to start when I figure the, all this shit out. One's going to be clock management in the NFL. I'm going to come up with the algorithm that says Jerry Jones, just pay me a million dollars a game, and I'm going to run your clock the last five minutes, and that's it. You're going to win, and you're going to win three extra games a year, and that's a lot to you. And then the other one's going to be I'm going to run the algorithm to show every team in the NBA. Here's what happens when you try and block a three pointer. Wait till you, wait till that happens. The pod will be taken off. If I come up with those two things, this pod will be global. We'll be global. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> those Kenyans won't know what to think when they start listening to that. <laughs> so listen, I think, uh, I think, and I said this last week. This is it. Like we are now the stretch of the season. We've got Charlotte twice. After that, who do we have? After that, Kitch.
1: This is where we need our producer. Okay, we got uh, Golden State on Thursday. We got Golden State again. No, so I, Charlotte I think, on Thursday. We do? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. We had Charlotte back to back. I didn't look ahead. I don't know who we got ahead.
0: <laughs> we, so. well, we have Charlotte back to back. We have a relatively easy schedule. I'm going to, you know what? I'll get, as we talk about this, I'll get the staff on it. Uh, we have a relatively easy schedule coming up. We have to play 800 basketball over the next three weeks or else this season. I mean, we are tied for last in the conference with the Detroit Pistons.
1: Two and eight. Two and How eight. You think yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not good. yeah, the other thing too, I I, I find I, I I haven't seen a basketball IQ. I think our basketball IQ this year is worse than I can even remember. We we do some of the stupidest things out there. So I'll give i give examples. Even last night, Siakam is is a, a awesome first half. Why are we not looking for him in the third quarter and the first half of the fourth quarter? He was invisible and like your go to guy who lit it up in the first half. Hard to get any touches in the second half. I know the defense changed a bit, but still, you have to find that guy and give it to the guy and ride with what's hot. Freddie, we do that with Freddie. Like Freddie, the last two games is not doesn't well, last game he's last game he was not hot. The week then the game before, he got 21 points, but he's only three for ten from three. So he's he he goes through streaks, but when he's when he's hot, we find him the ball. When Siakam, when Siakam was hot, we got it. So that kind of stuff drives me crazy. Um we pass the ball to the big guys at their feet we got to get that we and the big guys have to hold the ball up high we keep getting just just simple basketball IQ stuff it's driving me crazy this year just just basic stuff that you learn in midget boys basketball that isn't applied at the at the NBA level with the Raptors. Uh, just for, for our listeners uh, this is probably the seventh
0: time I've heard the words basketball IQ in the last five days just so I, but I I hate to say it I do it I'm not saying it's been beaten into me uh i actually agree our basketball iq and for smart guys in siak or sorry in uh, Lowry and freddie like we got to be we got to be better than that and nick nurse who i think has a high basketball iq obviously he's got to be better than this like we've got to figure this shit out we cannot be making uh those types of plays i totally agree but when you talk about the center position i, I think the bottom line is uh and i hate to say it brock was all over this three nights ago Boucher probably has to start, or at a at a bare minimum, he's going to be playing thirty to thirty two minutes a game right now. I mean, he's our really only option of a guy who can block, rebound, and I don't like. I think he's shooting the three way too much, but he can score.
1: Yeah, and Len and uh, Baines they they've proven they cannot score. Those two guys cannot put points up. So then that's what they did last night, where they gave Len about four minutes in the opening game, and, and then eight minutes into the first first quarter, yanked him out. He was done. So basically. Wow.
0: I think Baines is thrilled the 905 is not playing this year because I think that's exactly where he'd be right now. He it is playing. What?
1: It is playing. It's playing in the bubble. It's playing in the, in the Disney bubble.
0: Yeah, but I, I don't think there's any way to get Baines there. I think that's the point. They can't figure out a way. If they could figure out a way to get Baines there, I'm pretty sure he would be in that bubble. It, what what a major major disappointment. I and mean, he doesn't even play now. He went from being a what we considered a key off uh, signing in the off season. <laughs> to ten games in, sorry, eight games in, can't see the floor. Yeah, that's a, that's an expensive oops. That's another expensive oops. Yeah, we, we're treading we're, we're treading that way recently. Just next week, there's a reckoning coming. One of our segments next week is going to be the Maasai segment. On Masai has to answer for this. Brock is is fired up about it. He's gonna be he's gonna bring us lots of stuff. Uh, because Brock, I know, just a quick reminder. Brock will be uh number three next week. Our first guest host. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk. We're going to break down the whole messiah. How did we get here next week? But, yeah, it's depressing. So here we go. Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte, Dallas, Miami, Miami, Indiana, Indiana, Milwaukee, Sacramento
1: are our next uh, 10 games. That's not that easy. There's, there's <laughs> well, five in there. There's two Indies, the Sacramento, two Indies, and Milwaukee, uh, Dallas. So two Indies and Milwaukee Dallas. There's four right there. No, it's two Miamis, two Indies and two Charlottes.
0: So listen, I don't, I don't think there's an easy, I'm not suggesting there's any, uh, easy games other than maybe perhaps Sacramento, but Sacramento, I mean, they've looked good since they lost the Raptors. They won last night. So there are no easy games. In, but my point is it doesn't matter. You, we have to go eight and two, like to, to get back into the season. Uh, and like legitimately think there's a there's a basketball team in there somewhere. This team has got to go 8 and 2 in the next 10. And you know what? I say that like it's realistic. It's not realistic. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know 3 and 7's realistic. <laughs> so, I'm telling you right now, I think 10 games from now, this podcast is in a totally different space. This is all about how do we blow it up? How do we get shit for Lowry? Do we trade uh See, I, I, I just I think we're in total, total ten games away from this just being perhaps the end of the Raptors as we know them. <laughs> the end of the, the end of the end of the organization. Like Certainly the, the end, end of the t- well, at the end of the, it'll be the end of the Tampa Bay Raptors as we know them. That's for
1: sure. Yeah, they'll be, be, clean, be cleaning houses house as much as they can if that if we get to there. Um. So I'm going to throw this out to you. I said I, I told you was before the pod I was going to do this. So the rap starters. We look at the. let will say there. We'll say there's four core rap starters. We got Siakam, Van Fleet, Lowry, and OG. Those guys are going to start pretty much the every game. Yeah. The core. Then give me your next your next top four in order of what you what you like for the next top four coming off coming off the bench. Well, one guy's obviously starting, and then the other three are coming off the bench. Yeah. So th-
0: this is uh, you know for an eight man rotation. What are the next? What are the next? Uh, four in that rotation. So I just said, I think Boucher clearly is number five right now. He's the guy I would go to. Uh, I don't think he's at a space where starting would, would throw him off too much. So he seems pretty comfortable coming off the bench right now playing it, but I think he'd be just fine if we started. So we, we have to start him. Then uh, I hate to say it because uh, I still think Norm is number six for us. He's, he's our, still our first guy off the bench because he can score when, he, when he's playing one. He's now, he's not playing well right now. He hasn't played well. He had a couple of good games in that bubble in the Celtics series, uh, but that was it. He's he's really not been good since he came back from that injury, his dislocated shoulder back in that uh, Detroit game at the end of the pre-bubble. He just hasn't been himself. But Norm's still a guy that we got to get back to that. Six, I mean, he was averaging almost 18 a game last year before the bubble. He,
1: We've uh, got to get him back to that. We, I, I don't even put. I didn't put Norm in my top eight. Oh, that's I, ridiculous. He's he's useless. Like sure, we're gonna get a, one of every seven games. He's gonna show up one of every seven games and and actually do something. But every shot he throws up is a prayer. Like he throws up a shot thinking, "Oh, this, is, oh, this might go in." I, maybe I don't. And he and he does. He's not afraid to shoot. He is. He and he just makes a boatload of unforced errors. That I, I would put it. I, he would be my captain of the G League team. I put him as captain. We said this before. He, he clearly there's a, there's a head issue there. He does not look comfortable. He does not look
0: confident. Uh, he clear and for some reason, if he's on the left side of the basket, going to the basket, he has to shoot it with his right hand, which I don't know why that oh. is. I don't know why that is, but apparently that is a rule. <laughs> on the team or in his head, because he gets blocked so many times going on the left hand. Like if you just put up with his left, or try and dunk it, the like guy can jump through the gym.
1: So and you know, what still what that is—that's midget boys basketball. I learned that in midget boys basketball. Left hand side, left hand layup, <laughs> <know what? laughs>
0: left foot, right foot, left hand. That's how it goes. foot, exactly. right exactly. foot, left
1: hand. I know. That's what I used to coach. He's the coach. coach. I used to coach at a high level.
0: Uh, I get this. Um, yeah, but you I, I, well, you know, it was girls high school basketball, um, and then I. Midget boys basketball. It's high level. Uh, anyway, so I'm going. I'm still with Norm. And then I hate to say this again, too, because we don't have any real indications this is a good decision. But Terrence Davis, is, he's got to be – he's got to play more. He can score. He can score. And I actually think he's athletic uh, to the sense where he can play decent D. He rebound – like last year, again, when you looked at some of those games he was at, he uh, – rebounded the basketball he was getting four to five rebounds a game when he was in the when he was playing big minutes so he's a rebounding sort of two uh bigger two small three so he's got to play he's got to be there so th- that's six seven for me and then eight's a tough one because obviously we need something behind boucher at that stage um and you know i don't mind len in that Ten to fourteen minute a game scenario because he's a big body. He's going to get you four or five defensive rebounds. He's going to get some fouls. He's just—I don't mind that. But if you said Wantanabe or Wanatabe or we have Watanabe. 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 I like him too. I just need a bigger—I need a bigger sample size with with. Uh... <laughs> I said I'm following you. I don't. I can't say his name. Wat-Nabe. Uh So it would it would be somewhere between Len and Watanabe for me for the for the uh, for the eight hole.
1: Oh. All right. So I, I was some some similar some differences. I got Boucher at you right at five because we do need a big guy in there. That's a no-brainer. That's over He can score. He's he can score. So we'll put him we'll put him in. And if he doesn't start, then okay, I'll take I'll take Lynn for four minutes or or uh what's the other guy's name? The the New Zealand guy. Um New Zealand guy. Yeah, the guy our, our big center. We paid a lot, Baines or Baines. Oh, Baines. Well, no, him. he's out. He's dead to us. So I'll take him for four minutes. If those guys want to play four minutes, it's fine, but Boucher's got to play the bulk there. I don't put anybody behind them. I don't. I don't play behind Boucher. I don't. I'm not putting one of those guys. In. I'll, I'll go small when Boucher comes off. When comes off. Well, they did that. They did that last
0: night. They did that in the Golden State game. They went very, very small. Even when they had uh, Golden State had Wiseman in, they, and we were still pretty small. We had Norm Garden Wiseman at one stage. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I listen. There's no options are off the table for this team. What they what they have
1: to try, but they got to figure it out real quick and get to that rotation. So my first guy off the bench, and I, I don't know why he doesn't get more minutes, is, is Watanabe. I think he he plays decent defense. He's long, he's he's got some height, so he's got some size inside, and he can make the shot. He he's he's shooting at a pretty high percentage. He just doesn't get a lot of looks. Right. But he uh, that Isn't, guy that guy can you've shoot, lost. So I, you've now you've now
0: lost the audience. Okay, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna help you here because this is the aggregate. I'm gonna use the aggregate word again. This is the aggregate. Twenty hours of sleep you've had over the last five nights kicking in. He can't be the first guy off our bench. Come I, on now. He's, I
1: First guy, first
0: guy. After
1: <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. Well. Well, what we're doing is not working, so let's shake it up.
0: Welcome Davis. to two and twenty. Kitch is coaching, first. two and twenty.
1: Then I got Davis. I got Davis after him. So I do like Davis. I like his energy at both ends. Davis does crash the boards, which we don't. We do need. We do need guys who are going to rebound. We like last night. There's a couple of shots went up, and and we were watching Siakam in the replay, and he's just he's just jogging back on defense. Like if, if he had gone, if you take three steps towards the hoop, he would have got the rebound, but. But I, I like the fact that David... Yeah, can I just point out... We should point out that Siakam was
0: one assist away from back-to-back uh, triple-doubles. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is scary. But I agree with you. I hate his effort. I, I, defensively, uh, and even offensively, when he's got a rebound, when he's away from the ball, I agree with you. I don't love his effort. But he is, like... He is good. He's coming along. He's not our biggest problem.
1: And my... Last guy is because we uh, we do have to have somebody behind uh, the the two guards is going with uh, and my verdict. So obviously the coach is leaning towards Malachi, so he's leaning uh, towards Malachi. Put him in there. Matty Thomas is getting nothing, so I obviously he's, he is he's gone sour on Thomas for sure. So, so oh, you, what you think the you defense? Think I think that that he just is? doesn't like his defense because because the guy can't shoot, but he and he has his, his defense is suspect, but. Like we went to last week's plot, I think we need to put scores in. We need we need to get guys who can score the ball. And uh, so, i I'm, my verdicts out on the on the last guy would between Flynn or Thomas, but it's one of those two. Um, and I'm don't I do not I don't I don't care if I ever see Powell again in my lifetime.
0: <laughs> well, listen, I'd love to. I, I would love to get on the Malachi train. I haven't given up on him just yet. But uh, again, he showed flashes in the Golden State game. Um, I think he had 11 points. Did he have 11 points. Yeah, it might be high. He had eight. He he played well. He he made a couple shots. Um, but he again, he he looks like he's looking over his shoulder a little bit. So we talked about this, and we got to wrap up. We got to wrap up the the wrap segment here. But we talked about this. Like Nurse needs to take some of the ownership here, some of the blame, some of the responsibility because he's got guys who don't look confident, don't look comfortable out there. I think he's got guys looking over his shoulder. So as much as we're gonna have a massage segment next week. It's not long until we're going to break down nurse here, our future guest, my future number one guest I'd like to have on the show. I don't want to break him down because I don't want to ruin, I don't want to (laughs) to ruin it, but uh, we're going to have to, because I think he does own some of this. Like right now, it's just, it's an, it's an, it's an uncomfortable looking group of guys outside of Larry and, and Freddie. They're the only two that really look comfortable. Even my wife,
1: my wife.
0: My wife can score more than two buckets on 11 shots because I know my wife will at least shot fake one time. She stayed up last night to the end of that game. And she t- she whatsapp me and said the only people who look like they know what
1: they're doing out there are Freddie and Larry. And I tend to agree with that assessment. Yeah, yeah I agree, too. I agree, too. Everybody else is just running around scared or yeah, what's happening throwing up prayers or, or hot potatoes in their hand or yeah, you're, you're exactly right. You're exactly all right, right, listen, we're, we're going to wrap it up, but I kind of saw all last time to
0: wrap up on is I think we, next time there's a, a, a last possession, we, we got to try Lowry, Lowry, Lowry gets the basket when he has to. Um, and I just like him in that scenario where he might get a call. Like I, I think a ref is more likely to give
1: him a call than Siakam at this stage. So we got to mix that shit up for sure. We do, we do, and Lowry's got to stop disappearing for half the games too. We need Lowry. We need Lowry for the whole time he's on the court. We need him to to show up for that whole time. So, well, and let's not forget we talked about it earlier too, the the free throw discrepancy
0: is, is fairly significant right now too. That, that's another huge problem for us is that we just don't get the line right. We do not the the discre. We should probably have that stat, but we'll bring it up for next week. The discrepancy in teams uh, that are shooting free throws against us it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, right. We had twelve,
0: we had 12 last night.
1: The Blazers had twenty five.
0: Yeah, I mean it's so double and that's not the first time that's happened this year, right? We just don't we don't have that guy or those guys who get to the basket and, and draw those fouls. So uh, another huge problem. Like, uh, I'm sitting here thinking okay, 2 and 8, this is just a bad stretch. With just trying to figure this thing out to, to say that it's not as bad as it, but I you know what? I think this is going to be a very long Long season,
1: I think it is. I think it is, especially when we have a full Ontario lockdown announced today, and then the Raptors.
0: Oh, we're going to get to an Let's not. Let's let's not okay. ruin that. For, all right. All we'll
1: right. We'll we'll later. Okay. All right. Uh, quickly, do you have any thoughts on the rest of the NBA at this stage? Because so it's, it's it's kind of rounding into form. So you got you got like Boston, Milwaukee, Philly. They're all at the top of the East. So teams that were were going, oh my gosh, these teams. Are, they're all sort of rounding into form. Even since the last pod, we were ta- we were sort of saying these teams are are 500. Now they've won all the games last week. So I look at the East, and the only anomaly that stands out in the entire Eastern Conference to me is is our beloved Toronto Raptors. Everything else seems to sort of fit where the, where teams are, are placed now and, and where, they, where they where they're ranked. And the only thing that stands out is look at the what like if I'm a, if I'm a bystander looking at the standings, I'm like, what the fuck has happened to the Toronto Raptors? all that's, that's oh, I guarantee there's no, I guarantee there's a number of NBA coaches who, for the first time.
0: All season, have gone to the standings and went. Oh, geez, I had no idea. Toronto, like, I don't think they track all these other teams all the time. But I bet they're going. Holy shit, what's going on, in Toronto? Absolutely, I think this is it. That would probably be the number one uh, surprise across the NBA right now. If someone said the Raptors were tied for last in the Eastern Conference, that you, there's not one team GM or coach that would have said, "Yeah, I could see that happening with this team." Yeah, there's not no. one. They're not predicting that. No, no, no one's predicting that. So, uh, yeah, I agree. It, 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 we're starting to figure out. Uh, the haves and the have-nots here a little bit. I, I do agree with that I think the actually the biggest issue right now is this COVID situation where we're we're getting into game cancellations. Uh, you know, teams are being forced to. You know, it's almost a Denver Broncos situation where they're telling teams now just like Philadelphia, village is like, yep, you know what? I don't care what eight guys you have out there, just throw them out there. And they're calling guys up from practice rosters and, uh, I got. I'm, I I hate to say it because but I think the NBA is following the NFL's lead of like we are just getting through this. There's too much money involved. We are getting through this one way or the other and I don't care what it means to the quality of the basketball uh, and you know it's just everyone's playing under the same set of conditions
1: so it's like hey tell teams tell you guys not to go out. And you mentioned that earlier tonight at dinner you said well, look at the, look at these guys. So you got all these teams with a lot of injuries, a lot of guys with covid, teams the, the Raptors haven't faced any adversity. We haven't had one COVID case. Nobody's nobody's injured, and we still are two and eight. Did you, I, say, did you say I brought this up at dinner tonight? Did you want to let everyone know
0: what I what I whipped up for you again tonight? Just nice nice shrimp and
1: barbecue. Shrimp and salmon on the barbecue was uh, was rather tasty. Oh, a little, uh, and I want a little Joe Logan
0: broccoli too. Joe taught me that little trick. You steam it for yeah, a couple of broccoli, up, and then you barbecue it. Yeah. The garlic bread you made was awesome. Yeah, I'll tell you what, this is uh, it has been a real treat to have you here. It's good. I I, I, I love love my chef. Yeah, we're good. Great for me. Um, So yeah, I I think there's a whole set of issues around uh, around this COVID situation, which is clearly only getting worse. Um, So I. It's hard to believe. I do think the NBA is probably going to get to a situation where they, where they have to shut the league down for a couple weeks, not, not shut the season down. I don't think that's happening. I was clearly proven wrong by that last year. So I won't, I'm not gonna go down that well again, but I do think they're going to do a situation where they're just going to take a two to three week hiatus to, to reset, uh, get teams probably in some sort of, uh, their own team bubble and, and then go from there. So, uh, yeah, but it, obviously they're gonna, they're gonna figure this thing out now. Um, so without belaboring that I think the last thing I want to mention is just Kyrie fucking Irving what what is happening there (laughs) he's missed he's missing his fourth game in a row tonight no one's there there's been a ton of different reports but no one's really sure what happened here but I've read a couple different things from now what's come out is that he was uh at a party without a mask on uh with more than 15 people breaking all the rules. First, they tried to come out with he was upset about what happened at the Capitol. Uh, and so he was taking sort of his own personal stance as that and the other. But I mean, I hope that's the case that that's really what it was because then that's, you know, that's that's somewhat noble. But I just think if it was that, we would have heard much more. He would have been pontificating about him taking a stand and that we haven't heard any of that shit. I And now with the reports about the COVID situation, the party, I have to assume it's something like that. Uh,
1: listen, the ultimate Cancer, oh, Kyrie, is he ever? Is he ever? What a douche! Like, yeah, you're right. Just he he does what Kyrie wants to do. He does everything with Kyrie, and he, and you're right. If it was if it was a big capital capital um, um, protest, yeah, okay. a social protest, protest yeah. if it was, that, all about it. Oh my God, he'd be front and center. He'd be he'd be talking to every media person he possibly, he possibly could about that. Yeah, not with the team, fighting, but he would, spin right. it back, he would spin it back to himself though. That's the thing. he would spin it back to like everything. Everything's is always spun back to why. Kyrie is doing the best thing for everybody else when he's really just doing the best thing for Kyrie. Yeah, he's a douche. He's a total douche.
0: Yeah, I I just can't imagine. I can't even imagine trying to be that guy's teammate.
1: No, no. Boy, yeah. remember, remember last year when he told the, the team they had to they had to draft better because he he was playing with a bunch of plugs? Yeah. yeah, I don't have me. I don't have talent around me. Imagine nice. around me. Yeah.
0: yeah. Imagine if I talk like that about the pod. I should talk about yeah. that like your kids. Hey, your <laughs> kids aren't good enough. I don't have just
1: not have talent with these kids. <laughs>
0: All right, listen. That's it. NBA, we're done. Thirty minutes in, we're, we got to get off the NBA wraps. Uh, I mean, we went we went a little too long on the wraps here tonight. But, anyways, um, but we are Raptors Podcast, as Daniel Hine would tell me. Um, so, we are moving right into uh, backyard gambling uh, slash NBA storylines, uh, which sort of tie into each other. So let's uh,
1: let's let's do that. Let- so the first one we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna touch on before we get into actual lines. We're gonna touch on the N- NFL bad coaching decisions. There are some very suspect coaching decisions in the in the playoffs uh, this past weekend. Um, I'm going to I'll lead it off, and I'll let you elaborate on Bart. If, so, Frank Wright. So the Colts. If you guys remember this game, they had fourth and four for fourth and goal from the four yard line in the second quarter to go up. I think it was thirteen to seven at half. At half, I think they were up ten. I think they were up ten seven at the time, they were going to go up 13-7 if they kicked a field goal. But he, but uh, Frank opts out to go for it. And uh, they lose the game. They lose the game at the end by three. So you could say, well, that was the three points there. But but that decision to go for fourth and four when you're up, when you when you when you're controlling the game, they were controlling Buffalo in that first in that first half, and uh, uh, that, that astonished me that he did that. And and I'm kind of glad it came back to bite him. So I think that's the issue, right? Is that they were dominating that half. They
0: were keeping Buffalo off the field. They were keeping Allen off the field. Uh, I'm sure they were thinking this would be great to go up. Uh, 17 7. That would have been, uh, you know, a much better situation than 10 or 13 7. But in that environment, at fourth and four, you just got knocked back on third down to, to, I think you lost a yard or two. So it nothing, just kick the, you kick the field goal, you keep the momentum, you then kick off. And then I'm guessing they don't go 90 yards. Like they went 99 yards because they had all the momentum. They would have stopped them. They were, you know, uh, the 7,000 fans that were there were, happy as pigs and shit and just you could just sort of sense it was gonna all go the wrong way uh, once as soon as that happened. Yeah, you know, I hate to to shit on these coaches in the moment because you know they're obviously making decisions and they're you know they're right there and they think they've got the beat of their team and what they're supposed to do. But how many times does this stuff have to happen? Like how many times do you see it with these momentum killing decisions? Just flip the game upside down. And it kind of did. The fact that they were still in it at the end of that game uh was a testament to uh, the Colts and even Phillip Rivers, who had a decent game. However, I do want to say the the overlooked coaching, poor coaching decision uh, in that game is in the last play of the game. If you got to throw a Hail Mary to the end zone, then you have to have a quarterback in there who can actually get the ball to the end zone. <laughs> right? That ball came up six or seven yards short. How about bringing Brissett and get it to the end zone? It wouldn't matter if they caught it. I mean, can you imagine they would have caught it? At the yard <laughs> line? Yeah, great. Padding the stats. <laughs> Padding the stats. Yeah. And I actually thought that whole series of them trying, like every other team in that scenario gets themselves in, they're kicking a field goal. They're getting at least a look at a field goal. The Colts could not get a p- completed pass in that last series. And I couldn't believe they had to chuck it from 55 yards to, uh, to somehow try and win the game. Like that was, it, that thing just was, yeah, the end of both those halves were really bad Frank Wright moments in yes. my opinion. So I agree with you. Yeah. That's good. That, and that is my number one. That, I do think, I I hate to second guess a field goal at the end of the first half, saying it's a major, but that, it was It changed It outcome of that game.
1: Yeah, and then, and then you lose by three. What have in three points, you would have had. Yeah, and all the guys are saying, well, you don't want to give them the ball back and let them. But you, you, you've you, held them to seven points in the first. Why do you think that, that they're going to get that ball back and, and march early down the field? They've only got seven points the whole the whole half before going the Buffalo going into that yeah. scenario. So oh, I, I totally agree.
0: Yeah, no, I was, that's
1: a mess. That's a terrible decision. All right, number two. Number two is – I. Uh, this is my number two – was the uh, – Tomlin, so Mike Tomlin, and the they're in the fourth quarter. So they're they're, they're grinding their way back. It's still a little ways back. And there's probably about that's probably eight or nine minutes left in the so game. Now twelve. They're down twelve. Yes. Yeah. So, so they need two touchdowns. They're down two touchdowns. And they and they got a, they got a fourth and uh, five ish um, from the fifty yard line. I don't think it was that. It was like fourth and two. It was it was that, less that, than five. Oh yeah, it was fourth and four. two. It was
0: the, they just missed getting first down on that third down play, and they go. Uh, they go to the fourth quarter, so they get the TV timeout, and they're going to the fourth right. quarter.
1: Yeah. So then, and then they decide they're going to punt and try to and try to win it on defense, as opposed to as opposed to cr- controlling your own fate, controlling your own destiny. And of course, they can they punt it away. Cleveland gets it, and Cleveland goes all the way down the field and scores, and so pretty much ices the game. So that that decision there is, I I, I don't know what Tomlin was thinking. Like like they the the clock was not their friend. The yardage was decent on the fifty yard line. You're down by two touchdowns, basically. Like what? Uh, That that was astonishing me that he made that. So I must admit, I remember thinking this um,
0: at the time when it was happening. I didn't start of the first fourth quarter. You need two scores. You pin them deep. You get the ball back, uh, and maybe you start with a fresh set of downs in roughly the same spot. But yes, I would totally agree. In hindsight, now you've got all the momentum. uh, Things are you know you you're making this dramatic comeback by punting. It does it just slows the momentum. Right? You're taking away that bit of the, the x factor of what you've got going here. Uh, ben at this stage is playing the best that he's played in this game. it's a it's a yard and a half two yards at most that you have to get. Yeah, I, I think that's we thats what you just lay it down and go, hey we are either gonna win or lose right here, right? We're gonna win or lose right here. I'm not gonna give those guys a chance to get the ball back, go up three scores, and then I, I, I just want that's enough. To, there's too many times in those situations where teams, put their fate in the other team's hands and I don't like that. You had the fate in your hands right there so yes, in hindsight, at the time I was sitting there going I think probably because I had a financial interest in it I uh, was probably uh, altering my decision making at that stage, but uh, I do, uh, yeah, there's no question now, That's a, you just have to go for it. And, I, and it's amazing to me that Tomlin didn't figure that piece out, the way his team was playing, that this is the only time they've looked good. You just got to keep rolling.
1: Yep, I agree. I agree. And you're right, we'd probably watched Three, six, nine, 12, 17 hours of football by then. So we went, we went to oh, one spot without moving
0: one spot. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know what? I want, but no spillage, no spillage on the white couch. No, no. Not, no, not till lot, last lot night. Light. Actually last night we got, it. that was me. That was on me. Yeah. You, got to care. you put your beer in a different spot.
1: Why'd you move your beer know. from the, it off of the my tray? tray.
0: <laughs> put it next to my, yeah, I know. Put it on a cushion instead of the tray I
1: had. I know. Yeah. Terrible decision making. That was a terrible decision. I had a long weekend. I of a long weekend. <laughs> Uh, all right, number three. I'm gonna let you lead in these next two parts. So the next one was Pete Carroll uh, wasting the coach's challenge. Is that the one you were, you want you to pipe in? Yeah, on? I mean, I just, I guess, I just don't
0: understand. Uh, I, I, I would love to sit inside. Uh, I'd, I'd love to be behind the curtain of how this works on game day of these coaches and how they make decisions about whether to go for it, not go for it challenge. Don't challenge because how can it be so obvious to everybody else? Like which coach was ringing down in Carol's head going, he was over the line, challenge that throw. He was over the line. Like, I just want to know who and what was he seeing? What (laughs) does does this pure panic set in to these situations where this thing, because that, like I don't mind challenges where you, if it takes two or three plays, you go, oh, yeah, okay, it's going to go against you. But that was the moment. I, well, listen, in real time, I said he wasn't over the line. And then the first replay, it was like, listen, when the referee comes back eight seconds later, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the challenge was unsuccessful. That's, you know, it's a horrific challenge. Right. <laughs> that's exactly what I, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, was that, was it Carol making the decision on his own? Did someone tell him? Like, that's what I'd love to know. Because if it's Carol on his own, uh, then obviously it's horrible, but from what we're led to believe, there's a replay team on your squad that that makes that call that buzzes down to the coach saying challenge because how could Carol know that in
1: in real time? Or so I don't know. It, that's it, that's it, Carol. It, that's Carol. That's Carol. Carol. He's a, well, he he's a, owns it. He's an emotional guy. He's he, he he's that's hundred percent Carol in my eyes. He's he's one of those guys that just thinks he's right. Like like is convinced he's right, and then. Actually, it kind of reminds me a bit of you, Bart. But it's kind of, kind of, kind of like that. <laughs> you know what? For guys making your meals, that'd be a little nicer.
0: <laughs> be a little nicer. <laughs>
1: all right. The last one was the you wanted to bring up the you wanted to bring up the Bears coaching staff. Well, I just listen. Obviously, that was a horrific football
0: game to have to witness. It was, uh, it, was it was it was terrible. But my God, one of the best catches all weekend. It just got completely uh, overshadowed because it was the last play in the game. But Jimmy Graham, great catch. Right. And by the way, can we just talk about that stupid rule to not have to kick the extra point on a touchdown? Yeah, because you, you got your push. You got your push in your bet. That was life-altering for me. I know, but I would have won both bets, and they kicked the extra point. Stupid rule change. Stupid rule change. Uh, I just felt the whole game, Nagy was coaching that game to not get blown out. Right? Not, to win. not to win. Yeah, just sort of like once they once that trick play didn't work, which, by the way, was a great trick play in that receiver should obviously never be allowed to wear a uniform again. Uh, once that happens, like, well, that's what, you know, if we were ever in game betting anything, that should have been the one right there. Where we said, okay, well, the Bears, if they're not making that play, that's the end of them because that's the sort of shit they need to have happen. So that would have been a good decision. But I just felt after that, Nagy was very, very, uh, Conservative, not let like Trubisky do. Did, didn't rule him out. Tr- Trubisky didn't run the ball at all. And I'm not saying Trubisky's great, but it just felt, you know, they they didn't go for it on fourth down. And any given, you know a couple times where I thought they had a chance to go for it. It just it just looked like a, a really really bad coaching effort. I mean, Trubisky's your quarterback, so you got to play the cards that you've been dealt. And he just looked like he was sitting there going, I, "I fold." He was just folding every time. And I I just thought it was it was a really horrific. um coaching effort by him i it, i get it trubisky might be shit but you've got to figure that thing out like you did in that trick play how about run five more trick plays
1: yeah right do yeah. something when you're not that when you're not a good offensive team you got to trick it up to win for I sure i mean
0: if i'm chicago's defense i held uh i held those guys to what 20 or 21 points like they did their job the offense clearly did not and i just didn't think it was because um the Saints' defense was so stout that they couldn't do anything. Just it was it was a benign coaching offensive schematic effort, and I think Nagy needs. To, you know what? I actually think he should be let go. I think Nagy's got to go. Well, yeah, I think Trubisky's got to go personally. But- well, I do too. Yeah. I totally do. But I mean, like, yeah. Well, listen, I, I, I'm. We all know how important the quarterback position is, obviously. But Trubisky hasn't been that horrible the last five or six games. Like he's not horrible, so you got to figure out a way to use him. And like I said, I just don't think I don't, it didn't. I didn't watch that game going. Oh my god, the Saints' defense is so great; nobody can play it. Just it was like they didn't know. They did not have a game plan. It did not appear as to what to do there with Trubisky. So
1: that one to me is on Nagy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. All right. Let's go on the lines. Let's go into the backyard gambling portion. <laughs>
0: well, let's just not talk about last week's results. We just go will bypass last week's results. Last
1: week's results. <laughs> so, end uh, end of the week, uh, Kitsch, he went three and three, so five hundred, not terrible, not terrible in that three. And and he got and he lost Tampa Bay one, which was adjusted at the end with the with the bar it was was not eight; it's eight and a half. So wow, well, that's the, right. We're going by real lines. We're going live lines on on a Tuesday night. Absolutely. All right. And the Deno, Deno went two and four. So not terrible. Two and four was was not terrible. So he's he's uh he's vaulted into uh yeah, kind of vaulted into second place. Two and four is terrible. <laughs> right, two and four is terrible. I'm trying to soft I'm trying to soft sell it for you. I'm trying to sell it, soft sell. And Bart Listen. Bart went one and five. Stellar one and five in the week on the on the half point he got he begged for and got on the Tampa Bay Washington game when we did the last pod, When I said it was eight, he said it was eight and a half. So he got that he got that half which made the difference. Um, so, uh, parts one and five, Denos two and four catches, uh, three and three after, after week one, you know, like I know, I really wish I had something to say here. Uh, but I
0: don't, uh, but I, but what I do find, um, somewhat unbelievable in all this process is to find out from your, mostly your contingency of people. my, my guys know enough to not pay any, pay attention to anything I say. With respect to gambling. they know they, they would never they would never think, Oh, what did Bart say in the pod? I'll bet that way. You gotta tell your associates to figure <laughs> that shit out. Was it DP? Yeah, yeah DP like oh, get mad at me because I'm, he feels that I, I don't talk about it
1: You don't put a bit enough effort.
0: Oh, I that he's, he's I don't put enough effort. The other guys are like Bart sounds so confident. So <laughs> listen, I don't do this for a living. Obviously, like, like but I am better than this. So this is the—I'll tell you right now. I say all that, but this is the week. I feel really good with all my picks. Like, re, like really, this is—you know—this is when you go to the savings account where you think, okay, I wasn't going to touch that money for a few years. This is the one. This is the week. You just so said, right. don't listen. You said don't listen. What do no, no, but every once in a while, you have to listen. Right? <laughs> just don't listen every week. But I'm telling you, if there's a leak, you're, if there's a week you're going to listen, this is the one. DP, pay attention. Here's
1: the one. <laughs> okay. Here's the uh, here's the here's the first game of the week. First game of the week is Green Bay over the LA Rams by six and a half. So I guess I guess I get to go first because I am I'm the leader. Well, I, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, you are, you're, you're right. Okay, yeah. So, um, I you know what this this is a tough one. So like defense historically wins Super Bowls. Um, the Rams last week they shut down MVP Russell Wilson. Uh, or or, or uh, I should say. Talked about MVP Wilson, Russell Wilson, yeah, who the first three who, weeks of the who deteriorated rapidly over the season. Held, held Seattle with twenty points and posted thirty with a quarterback by committee. Like who's who's not injured? Who's coming in? Um, so the Rams coming in with some momentum, but I'm still I'm still going to take the Packers minus the six and a half. I don't. I don't like the Rams having. I'm. I'm presuming it's going to be cold in January in in, uh, in Green Bay, and uh, a bubble team going into a playoff game in Green Bay. I'm going. I am going Green Bay minus the six and a half over the Rams. Deno. Deno is taking the Rams. taking all the dogs. We took all the favorites last week. We taking all the dogs this week. So uh, Deno is taking the Rams plus the six and a half. So uh, Bart, you can break break the tie there. And which uh, which one you want to take? Well, I'm a hundred percent with my boy Deno thousand
0: this is to me so it's a bit of a field bet but i feel really good about it and you know, let me tell you why they've got a stout defense which they've they've now proven week after week after week and here's what it comes down to if jared goff does not turn the football over i think they win that game it's that simple for them they have a, they actually have a bunch of weapons on offense Right, so it's not like they're uh, a an offensively challenged team, other than when their quarterback looks like he's a high school quarterback. But if Goff, with his broken thumb, cannot turn the ball over, uh, then I think they have legitimately have to have a chance to win that game. And I sure as shit, like I listen. Right, you take the six and a half, you spend that because that's that's going that is going to cover. But if you're feeling frisky, you put a little money line action on that one because I really do think I think it's a coin toss whether they win that game, but they certainly cover the six and a half.
1: Okay. Did you hear me, yeah, DP? I'm, I'm glad. I'm. It makes me more happy that I'm on Green Bay. Actually, no. I feel really confident with my pick. So that's good. Well, you know, listen. I okay. Quick aside. Should we should we fill the audience
0: in on your gambling prowess from the weekend? No. I'm, I mean, I'm, I was horrible too. But it's
1: not like, no, it's not like, no, like, like you were following my lead. Things was like well. my, was also, my three and three in this did not. Pan off yeah. in my betting, betting accounts. Whatsoever. Following your lead all weekend
0: was disastrous.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, the evils of in-game betting. In-game betting. That should not be allowed. I'm going to actually try to shut my accounts off from that. I'm going to see if they can actually <laughs> close that portion for me. <laughs> uh, can I just tell you you're right on...
0: Actually, no. it's not. What's, what's that game, Green Bay? So that's Saturday, right? Yeah, that's It's, uh, it's zero, zero, degree self. Self. zero, zero degree degrees. Zero degrees.
1: There you go. Cold for those uh, dome guys from, uh, from LA. Uh,
0: for our US listeners. That's thirty three degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> That's right. Kentucky Russ. He would
1: have, I have to break that down for Kentucky Russ. He knows, when ice, he knows when ice freezes. He knows when ice freezes. Russ That's when he's smart. He's the smartest. smartest he I know. He's the smartest Kentuckian I know.
0: I don't think Celsius is in his in his <laughs> in his vocabulary. I don't think I know. I have to break that one down for him.
1: All right, game number two, the uh, Saturday night game, which should be a good one. I think this is the best game of the weekend. It's got Buffalo over Baltimore by one. So. Uh, yeah, Buffalo's defense got a little picked apart in that game. I I, I don't know if it was the defense or if it was the actual um, structure of the defensive calling. Like they played this zone coverage, and and Rivers picked them apart in the in the, in the middle of that zone. Um, so this has now brought the the line down a ton. So the lines so come to from- I have it at two. Just so we're clear. We're going with the two. Yeah, by two? two. All right. All right. Yeah. So Buffalo by two. Um, so. Obviously Lamar's the wild card here, and he is a wild card. Like who knows when Lamar's going to get like that first pass in the last game was was holy Jesus! It's going to be a long game, and he threw that terrible interception, and then he rallied to be a decent running back for the rest of the game. Um, so I I I think the nerves of the Bills that was the first playoff game in a while that they won that I, I think the nerves I think the nerves are going to settle. So I'm looking for the Bills to uh, to uh, win this one pretty pretty handily. So that's my that's my call for it. Oh. <laughs> Danno has got Baltimore plus the two so Deno's taking on the ball on the on the on the Ravens. Uh, you
0: know, it's ride or die with Deno this week for me.
1: Oh my god, it's going to be a, it's going to be an angry it's going to be an angry Saturday in the Bermuda house. <laughs> you, know, I, you live with Marcotte, your buddy Marcotte. You guys are, you I, I'll watch, you the watch the game in my bedroom. Watch the Uh
0: <laughs> your bedroom. Uh, well, listen, let's break this down for a second. Here is why I like Baltimore. The Bills were uninspiring to say the least. Uh they, to me, do not look ready to take that next step just yet. That defense, I think, is in big trouble. Now, the other side of this is clearly Baltimore, who should have put up 50 points against that Tennessee defense, didn't. Uh, Lamar, as I said to you, that why I would felt better about Tennessee last weekend is because I have questions about Lamar in big games. So this will be another question. However... There's something about this Baltimore team that was sort of five and five. You know, next thing they run off six games in row to 11, five, they're hot. That defense clearly is good. Cause Tennessee, as much as they gave up points, Tennessee put up points all year. Uh, they shut down Derrick Henry. Uh, they didn't let uh, any sort of other than the touchdown to Brown, which was, I think 30 yards. There were no really big explosive plays. Uh, the interception at the end of the game, like, I, I think that defense is for real, and I think Buffalo. I I just don't get the sense that Buffalo is ready to make that that next leap. And there's and by the way, I hate Baltimore. It will pay me to make that wager, uh, but yeah, I think they're a little bit more. There's a little bit more of a destiny sort of feel to them. After losing last year to Tennessee, they come back. They're under the radar. They lose the division. It's just one. It's just one of those sort of giants like no one believes in us kind of vibe. Next thing you know, they're in the Super Bowl. So I'm telling you. This is another one where, well, to me, I wouldn't play the points; just play the money line, right? I just think, but the yeah, Baltimore's not going to cover; they're going to win the game, right? That's that's how that goes. So, Ooh, my uh, my betting account is going to be flushed this weekend. I got two two against you, Bart. I'm I'm happy as can be. Yeah, we we'll just save the juice. We we'll just bet with each other. Save the juice, and I'll you know what? And I'll give you my in game lines all the time
1: because that's where I can <laughs> make my money. Yeah, hey, that's, that's, that's right. That's, that's where I get fleeced. That's where I get fleeced. <laughs> all right, there right, you go. Uh, Sunday? Sunday, 1 o'clock. I think it's 1 o'clock start. Are they starting at 1 o'clock Sunday? I presume they are. KC, uh, no, 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 you're not even close. Is oh, it going late? So it's going day, late on Sunday? So 4 o'clock, Bermuda time start. Wow. Wow. So they're going 3 o'clock and 7 o'clock Eastern on uh, on uh, our 730 Eastern. That's interesting. All right. So yeah, Casey, uh, the first game, Casey over Cleveland by 10. So uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of points. Uh, Casey probably is not covered. I'm going to say in seventy five percent of their games this year. They have been backdoored and I'm gonna still ride that train. I think I think like Cleveland, Cleveland after that game, how could they not be riding a high? They gotta be coming in that thing and we are golden. Like they the confidence is going to be there. Um uh, I'm not convinced that they're gonna that they're gonna win this game, but I I do think that uh, ten points with Cleveland in their current state is uh is solid and I will take I will take that uh, as my pick this week. And so will Deno Daniel. Dental's with Cleveland as well. So you're taking Cleveland I you just you're taking Cleveland. Yeah. You made it sound like you're taking Oh no, if, yeah. if not Casey is not covered so- and Cleveland's-, yeah, Cleveland's riding high. Every stat was for Cleveland there.
0: I'm gonna replay the am I'm gonna replay the tape on that. you you made it sound you misled the the audience there. No. Uh well we're all together on this one because I, I'm there's two things here that I'm doing this on. Now, I do agree with you with the you know, Cleveland did potentially blow their load in that Pittsburgh game, their first playoff win in like a thousand years. Uh, And it just sort of feels like uh, they could have one of these letdown games after the fact of that. So that does scare me a little bit. However, I feel more confident with them because they have an established running game with two very, very good running backs. For whatever reason, Kansas City's not putting teams away this year. Uh This is where you wonders is, is the layoff too long? Uh, does it affect them? And I listen. I'm hoping Cleveland doesn't practice this week. If Cleveland doesn't practice this week, if they didn't last week, this is where we. Yeah, then we'll, I'll bet every dollar that's left in my account on Sunday on Cleveland money line. I'll go money line at that stage if they don't practice. But if they practice, then I just like the uh, then I just like the spread of ten. But I just I'm sure this game this thing opened at seven and a half. It's at ten. It's skyrocketed ten. Yeah. And I think that is the whole. uh the letdown factor I really do believe I think they were so and by the way Cleveland was a little too excited I never liked to see that after a game they were so happy it's like they thought they'd won the Super Bowl meanwhile they just won the first round of the extended playoffs they won right. a playoff game, but yeah, that's, a- 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 that's what I mean. They won that's, the first, you know, that's, that is their Super Bowl. They've won the Super Bowl. Right. I know, but so, but if you have that emotion, if you have that feeling, it's hard to get ready to go play the next one against probably the best or second best team in the entire league. So that does scare me a little bit, but I do think they got to pound. The, they just have to pound the ball, take it out of Mahomes' hand hands and then uh hope baker doesn't make any mistakes and think casey's, and casey's that, run run defense has been their weakest part of the defense year, i know too, so. i know that's what i mean like i that if if it wasn't for their running game if this is all baker mayfield game i had like there's no chance but uh so listen on this one don't dabble on the money line just take the 10 and i think you're i think you're going three and out with me if you take the 10 here
1: okay last game the sunday nighter uh new orleans Tampa Bay, New Orleans. I think is by three. Is it still three for New Orleans part? Uh, three. Yep, by three. So New Orleans did obviously did not look great in their win over Chicago, and the jury's still out is Tampa Bay for real. I, who knows? I don't have a. I don't. Go, this is this game's a crapshoot in my eyes. I don't have a. I don't have a good feel either way. Um, I will be sadly in gaming this one probably when I start to get a bit of a feel. Um, I. I will go. I will. My pick will be to go with. Playoff Tampa Tampa Bay over uh, Drew Brees in this one, and that is really my only decision is kind of being based on the success in the playoffs of one quarterback versus versus the lack success of the other quarterback in the playoffs. That's the only that's the, the other 2 Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah, he has not one much. he one, one six. he's one six. <laughs> no, but
0: no one has. He's still pretty good. But listen, I hate to say, oh, so Deno, what's Deno doing? Because I was going to jump in there. Deno's taking a.
1: He is taking Tampa Bay. Deno's on Tampa Bay. But
0: you know what? So, and I'll tell you what. I hate to say it because I think people don't trust me any as much anymore after last week. After I say this, but this is my twenty-five star lock play of the week. I love Tampa Bay here. I think. Yeah. I think I, I changed my. I changed my pick no, to. No. This, is, this is this is the one. Now you know what's so great about this one is that I'm going to have won the first three games, and then I'm just going to load up, and it's going to be a, a, just a money making weekend oh. for me. <laughs> money, <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It really, I heard that. I heard that well, after I learned my lesson last night, and we didn't even talk about that, we didn't recap the college game, but that's just fine. We don't have time for it. So let's not do that. But after I learned my lesson last night, that you just make the bet and then you watch it come in, you don't have to make 20 other bets throughout the process of the game to then just, you know, to to, to keep it interesting. You can just winning a bet three hours later after you make it. That should be a good feeling. That should be a good enough feeling. And it was last night. It was.
1: And the first week, the first week two is the, uh, last week the only the only way I made money last week was on the teasers so take a look at the teasers again this week if you can tease these playoff games like I, I'm gonna I will tease Green Bay from six and a half to a pick I will take I will tease Cleveland from 10 up to 16 and a half and I'll take Tampa Bay from three up to nine and a half that's that's how you make money betting in the NFL. That's what you, that's the stretch you need to take.
0: Tease the Ravens up, too. You might as well just tease the Ravens up. That's, that's, no,
1: I'd like, i like Buffalo to potentially yeah. blow that one out. So I, really. I I'll leave that one alone. I'll leave that. Like alone. the 70 points we're going to be
0: scored in the Baltimore and Tennessee game. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank and
1: the no, and the no points would we'll be scored in the Pittsburgh Cleveland game. Yeah. <laughs> True. True. We almost, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: all right. Listen, we got, we got to move on. We are out of here. We, everyone that we, every one of our, um, People, we talked about how we grow this pod, which we're still working on. But we, uh, there's gonna be there's gonna be an update on that pretty soon. Uh, but most people said the pods too long, so we do need to shorten the pod up. But not tonight, obviously. We're going way too long. But uh, but let's keep it moving here.
1: What drives you fucking crazy? Drives you crazy? You start. with drives you crazy?
0: Go ahead. <sighs> well, I'll tell you what. Before you showed up. Uh, I wouldn't have had as many options as I do now. Uh, however, uh, there are two, I, I'm going to get, I want to do two because they're, they're quick ones. Uh, but yeah, I do have, an do have a multiple, I have many for the next few weeks to come now, but let's just talk about, uh, us, us as roommates for a second. And I'm not gonna lie. Like, I think I'm a pretty easy person to live with. I think I'm actually a bit of a dream to live with um so it, this hasn't been a huge adjustment for you but i've had to adjust to some of your nuances which is fine like i'm doing it I'm, it's not a big deal uh yeah, but you're very flexible you're very flexible <laughs> <laughs> but i i was a little surprised when i went into the um to the freezer the other day and we're so quick uh someone understands what we're dealing with here for whatever reason my ice maker has stopped working in the fridge
1: which that's does water. that's, that's water. true that's one of the ten things in in your in your kitchen <laughs> that do
0: not work. <laughs> do not work. Uh, and I blame Bruce who lived here for three weeks before we got here. The dishwasher <laughs> jumps at you. You open the dishwasher, it jumps out at you. Oh, oh, it, it falls, falls out. It was, well Becky didn't duct tape it properly. <laughs> it's, that back, it's contraption. <laughs> the duct tape doesn't work. Uh anyways, but Bruce lived here for three weeks before because I was away and Bruce came in here with like twenty eight people in his family, Talk broke all kinds of shit. I can't find stuff, but whatever. Bruce. You know, Jeez, Bruce. Um, but I was super- so we had to we've had to resort to these to using the trays, which I didn't even know we had ice cube trays, by the way. It's the first time I've ever used them. But I must admit, I was like caught off guard when I went in uh, to deal with the ice cube tray. And there were, there were how many cubes are in an ice cube tray? 14, seven,
1: oh.
0: eight, 16, 20. I'll go 20. No, it's not 20. It's not 10 aside, but it doesn't matter, whatever it is. But there were three, there were 17 frozen ice cubes and three empty holes. <laughs> like who does that? <laughs> what <laughs> who, you know how <laughs> to feel- We'll fill it till the other 17 are When no. You take them all out, you put them in the ice bucket where the ice is supposed to be made, and then you refill.
1: So we constantly have a flow of ice cubes. The problem with the ice bucket, it's like reconstructing the fridge every time you pull it out. You got to refill it out. It, 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 <laughs> we're not, end, end.
0: We're not it, talking about the fridge. We're not talking about the fridge. We're talking about the fact that you don't know how to operate ice cube trays. And you know what? That did, I must admit, I take a deep breath. And I did. I didn't didn't let you know about it right away. I took a deep breath. I thought about it. But that did. It drove me a little. I just couldn't understand. A a man in his late 50s like you are should know how to operate an ice cube tray. It was (laughs) like, it makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense to take three cubes out and put the rest of the tray back in there. You empty the tray, you fill it back up, and that's called like, it's like an assembly line of ice cubes. It just keeps the flow going, right? That we have constant, we have a constant movement of ice cubes. Do you hear yourself talking that one of your biggest concerns is the damn ice cube, tray. <laughs> well, how about this? Let's let the audience know that you use more ice cubes in six hours than countries do in a year. Not Steely. Steely uses <laughs> three, ten <laughs> times. I cannot it's get really, over. Really Do you put ice in your cereal? I I cannot get over you the have more of ice. Milk, yeah. If it's warm milk, if it's warm milk, I will. Yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah. So I'm just saying, because I like I like to use ice usually at the end of the
1: day. Like oh, one or two drinks. You yeah, I did not appreciate, I didn't, well, appreciate I didn't appreciate tonight when you decide to use some of my ice in your white wine with dinner. Like just you drink your white wide. <laughs> so I, there's what you know what? That it, it did drive me a little bit crazy. But
0: again, I'm adapting to your, your I'm adapting your quirks, so that's fine. I got, way more, I got way more, weaknesses than that, so this is, this is a, that's
1: like a win for me.
0: Another three weeks to go. Um, can I say quickly the last thing? Those thing, this thing really drove me crazy. The fucking piped in crowd noise in NFL oh. basketball, it's ridiculous. I just want to know how many people who have listened to that the piped in crowd noise and said, you know what, I really like the piped in crowd noise. It's really really adds to everything. You can't hear whistles.
1: Can't even hear the announcers. You can't, you can't even, even hear announcers. the announcers. You don't know what's indicator. going on. You just it's hear this horrible. It's like, it's like there's white noises going on in the background. And you can't hear any. Like I, oh, it's so awful. that drives me crazy. But then the other thing is, the NFL and NBA are billion dollar organizations. They must have people
0: that are seeing the same thing. We're going. They, why are not they going? Let's turn that off. Let's turn the tap off on the uh, the piped in crowd
1: noise. It sucks. Yeah. Totally. 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 All right. That's it. All right. I'm done. All right. So <sighs> drives you crazy. I I I'm gonna have a. What the hell happened here in this section this week? Because this was shocking to us. Bart and I experienced this. So Bart has a, has, a, has a fairly big property here that goes through a bush and then comes to a point. Goes to a point where you can actually sit right, on, right in the ocean on this big concrete sort of tier that's, that's a good 20 feet above the water level and the waves come in. So it's great. So last night, this couple so this, this couple shows up. It's like 5.30. So it gets dark, it gets dark uh-huh. at, say, 6.00. This couple, who is on private property
0: at this stage, yeah private
1: property, so they come up and they got all they got spears, they got bags of stuff, they got fish catching things, they got all this stuff and and they sneak into the woods to get naked where Bart, Bart caught a little peek of the guy and uh, and they they put their they put their wetsuits on um and then these guys go down and they say, "And we we're talking about what are you guys doing they're they're fishing for lion spear fishing for lionfish it's it's like fifty minutes before complete darkness it's dusky, it's dusky. <laughs> So they wade into this off this rock which is slippery as hell and the waves are pounding them and the guys looking like the girls going to die and so they jump in the water. So we are oh, okay, they're going to catch some fish. So we are going ha- we're curious, so we hang around. And and they got flashlights. So now it's dark. Now they're 10 minutes out there and they're a good they're a good couple hundred yards offshore. And you can see their lights, their flashlights are moving around of so that. And then and then all of a sudden this couple just starts to drift and drift and and now they're now they're like they're a mile. They're a mile to our left, down, down the shoreline. Can't see. And, him. Can't see. We lost. We've lost. Control. So we're, we're thinking, do we? These, the, 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 all their stuff. Like all their stuff is sitting right beside us in this chair. And these divers are completely gone. And and it's it's now six thirty seven at night. Like it's it's I'm, we don't know. We haven't been back to the point to see if the stuff is still there. We're afraid to go back to the point to see if the stuff is still there because if it is, then I think we're kind of partially responsible for for reporting that or, or informing that. So, so that was that was a shocking adventure we had last night. That was something that 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 kept, kept me curious for most of the night. <laughs> I disagree. Fishing
0: with flashlights—that was just something I would never think about doing in the ocean. I would never think about going into the ocean with a
1: flashlight thinking this is a good idea, especially when the ocean is 64 degrees at the at the at the surface. And the one of the girl, and the girl, she has no no head covering and nothing on her hands. She's not lasting. Her hands are going to be, her hands are going to be frozen solid. We heard a shriek at one stage too. We didn't know what was going. To yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but we got. But I don't, I don't. We, we got. A tra- we got maybe, they're a, maybe they're a drug tra- tra- traffickers. So we don't know. According to Becky. Yeah. All right. AOB. AOB. Bart. Uh, I got well, one. I got one. I'll start when I. Well, go. I okay. Go ahead. All right. So, uh, love to see Alabama. that paid off again last night. Um, so I got I got I got multiple texts last night from people saying, "How much worse is Alabama versus the New York Jets or the Jacksonville Jaguars? Like can Alabama knock off the Jets or the Jaguars?" So my my answer to that is I think the difference and the leap to the NFL is massive. I, I would bet I would bet the Jets and the and the and or the tie, or the Jaguars would beat the Tide by twenty to thirty points. Um it's just a it's a whole nother level. The, the the linebackers are so much faster, the bodies are so much bigger, the game moves so much quicker. Like it's 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 a completely different you can't like these these guys can showboat a bit in the in the college. You can't get away with that in the NFL. So um that as much as you say Alabama's awesome, I think they are still miles below the worst team in the NHL. Oh, in the it, NHL. You know what? We are shockingly we're very aligned on this one. It's not even close.
0: Like we talked about this. Uh what's his face? Uh the Alabama quarterback. Uh, more is it last name More? No, no. Uh, the uh, Matt Jones, uh, Matt Jones, Matt Jones. Same more, Jones. Same. Thing. Um. So we were talking about this last night. Is he an NFL quarterback or not? And I don't, I don't know that he is, right? Uh, and I was actually, I saw a uh, first round projection list. He's definitely not in the first round uh, on anyone's list that I saw. So I think that's the difference. The closing speed in the NFL is so dramatically different on both sides of the ball. Like, obviously, what's his face, Smith? He he's got closing speed. He's going to be fine in the NFL. He'll be the fast yeah. guy on any team, so he's going to yeah. be totally... But I Great think team. from a quarterback perspective, they would get destroyed. Defensively, uh, the Jets, Jaguars, they, they would kill them. They, they just, it, it, would not be, uh, it would not be a fair fight from that standpoint on, on that side of the ball. So I, I definitely agree with you. Roll time! 100%. Right. Hey, that's first. All right, uh, all right. listen. For me, AOB, just quickly. Can I... Uh, again, this has been a real treat having here, Kitch. You also got me into your uh, your Friday night pro-line uh, group. So pro-line... Again, for Kentucky Rusk, ProLine is a uh, government-run betting scheme in Ontario, Canada that is the worst gambling options you can ever get. But Kitchen and his buddies, Degenerate Buddies, have uh, a group they, they bet with every week. So anyways, because uh, kitchen is living with me, uh, I've now been brought into the group. And the concept is, is that we bet on Friday nights. So we pick a bunch of games. Ike, uh, the CEO of this operation, uh, it's unclear whether or not he understands... Uh, that we all agree on certain bets and whether or not he had done, goes and makes them, or he just picks his own word. It's unclear to me whether or not that, that happens. Um, but as a result, we got into, I, I spoke up a little bit about uh, how much I liked the Steelers at the beginning of the week. And I really did feel, and I made the comment of like, guys, Steelers don't care. I'll, I'll pay next week's entry fee, which obviously was, you know, just, you know, guys shooting the shit. Uh, <laughs> no, and, no, no. Yeah. And then all week, uh, or all weekend. Everyone kept cheering for the Browns to, just so that I would have to pay the the next week's entry fee. And shockingly, I sent I e-transferred the money to I and it was accepted. Like I have I'm now so I just would like to say guys, thank you for welcoming to the to the group. It, it's uh, it's really nice. That I'm now had a free week. I love it. Free a group that I didn't even know existed on Wednesday of last week has now cost me $250. <laughs> for, okay. for, t- for no ticket that's
1: going to come close to paying you yeah.
0: <laughs> for a ticket on games that i want bet don't even get bet <laughs> and the maximum winning is about 70 dollars. yeah okay great. like i said like i said thanks now i'm at the bottom of the pyramids game right now
1: i'm going to <laughs> grab the last guy in and we're going to touch base on my longevity here too like in the three months three months i'm gonna have to sell it now because my because my province is locked down again oh, Ontario, the ontario lockdown it's pretty I, yeah that's that's awful for ontario yeah. Our it, do not leave your house that was that was what the premier do not leave your house only go to, for essential pharmacy grocery stuff do not socialize anybody no more than five, five people, people out, yeah. out, nobody out nobody in your house like it is pretty I, dire I, there I, yeah. so i I'm, i don't know if flights are going to be going to toronto i don't think no, flights they are. Are, no i don't think they're no, no i don't think they if, uh, so if you're listening so if you're listening they're definitely
0: flights going to toronto You know, as early as uh, tomorrow, actually. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen, we got to get out of here. All right. All right. Uh, And you know what? I know I was so hard on Kawhi a few weeks ago. I I miss, I keep saying this, I miss Kawhi. So I I listen to this like a thousand times tonight before I go to bed. brings a tear to my eye. (laughs) Kawhi. All right, ready.
1: Kawhi up top, looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win! (laughs)